Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, November 6, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening in America today. Election Day has come and gone. Still no clear winner in several battleground states, despite months of vote preparation. The ballots now being disputed in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, possibly Nevada. And this will be litigated. The current tally is President Trump ahead in Georgia, Pennsylvania, and North Carolina, but that can change every minute. Biden up by slim margins in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Arizona. State officials say there are still thousands of votes that need counting. And that, of course, is ridiculous. The Trump team already demanding a recount in Wisconsin, says campaign manager Bill Stepien, quote, There have been reports of irregularities in several Wisconsin counties which raise serious doubts about the validity of the results. The president is well within the threshold to request a recount and will do so immediately, unquote. Well, I don't believe Wisconsin's vote is going to be altered. I do believe Joe Biden will win it. But the lawsuits should spotlight certain things. That is constructive. Now, the Democratic so-called blue wave hiked by the press for months failed to happen. Speaker Pelosi lost a few seats in the House, and Republicans will keep control of the Senate. Whatever the final presidential result, millions of Americans are angry. Progressives were told for months that Joe Biden would easily beat Donald Trump, and Democrats would take control of the Senate. Of course, neither proved true. With so much chaos surrounding the vote, it's clear Congress needs to get involved. States have the right to run elections as they see fit, but I don't understand why places like Nevada, Arizona, and Maine can't accurately report the count within hours of closing the polls. Local governments must live up to national standards. The current situation may be rife with corruption, that's possible, The longer the ballots are floating around, the less credibility they have. So brace yourself for more litigation and conspiracy theories in the weeks to come. In a moment, listeners, sound off about our vote. Right back with that. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. Making you old-fashioned today with Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the old-fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners, sound off. We do this each Friday. And you can participate. All you got to do is send me an email. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. And by the way, BillOReilly.com is my corporate headquarters, and we do a television program each evening that you can see. And if you combine it with my radio broadcast, you'll know the news every single day. So let's go to Ed in Grapevine, Texas, outside of Dallas. Bill, aren't these crooked polls and media lies a form of voter suppression. 
Ed, they are a form of voter manipulation. So people ask, why does the polling want to indicate Joe Biden's going to win in a landslide? And the reason that question is asked is because almost every poll had Biden winning huge. And of course, that turned out to be false. The psychology behind the polling is that people want to be associated with a winner. So some ill-informed voters hearing that it's inevitable Joe Biden will win will go, yeah, I want to vote for the winner. That's a form of manipulation by the polling agencies. And the press, obviously 90% of the national press, was outwardly rooting for Joe Biden, again, manipulating the news to fit an ideology. Chris in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, if Joe Biden is elected, will we get to the bottom of the ongoing investigations? The Durham report, corruption in the FBI, Hunter Biden. The general answer, Chris, is no. So Joe Biden will appoint an attorney general sympathetic to Joe Biden. So you're not going to hear Hunter's name much. Now, the Durham report could be released between now and Inauguration Day in January. The Durham report, of course, is a federal investigation into the bogus Russian thing that really hurt President Trump. As far as the FBI is concerned, the Durham report should spotlight corruption in that bureau, but I'm not hopeful anything will happen. Let's go to Valerie, who's in Palm Bay, Florida. Bill, you mentioned Joe Biden will not be able to pass a wealth tax because the Senate remains Republican. So is the Trump tax cut safe? For the short term, Valerie, the Democrats in the House want to raise taxes. They will submit a bill. And it could very well be blocked in the Republican Senate. So therefore, the Trump tax cuts would continue. But this is a dicey situation because there are at least two Republican senators who are kind of sympathetic to the left, Murkowski of Alaska and Collins of Maine. So anything could happen. But the question is, the Trump tax cuts will be safe for the short term. Karen in Topeka, Kansas, has the military vote been counted? The military vote traditionally, Karen, is last. All right, there are absentee ballots coming in, many of them from overseas. They might favor President Trump, but it's not a lock. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by putting it together. Disagree? Please write to me, and please consider my new book, Killing Crazy Horse. In a moment, something you might not know. Support for this podcast comes from Dropbox Business. Think about the people you work with. You're all supremely different which is why Dropbox designed a new workspace where whatever works best for you works best for your team, where every file and app connect. Tasks not only assign work, but also help organize it, where you can create new decks, spreadsheets, and even launch video calls without ever needing to leave your workspace. That's Dropbox Business, a space for teamwork your way. Visit dropbox.com slash teams at work for a 30-day free trial. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. So what will Donald Trump do when he leaves the White House? It could be in two months. It could be in four years. But he's going to have to leave, right? So what's he going to do? 
Well, here's a guy that I know pretty well. If you read my book, The United States of Trump, which is a history book on the president, I lay out his personality, why he does what he does, and his history. So that might be something, if you are interested in Donald Trump, you might want to pick up. So here is my prediction about the president. If he leaves in January, if Joe Biden becomes president, I think Donald Trump will form a media company. So his criticisms of the media are legion. We all know that he has damaged the credibility of the American press beyond repair, in my opinion. And even Fox News, you know, he's not been friendly toward Fox News for the past year and a half. So what I think is going to happen is a bunch of investors, and I know who they are because they've spoken to me, uh, are going to present to Donald Trump a scenario whereby he puts his name on a company, a media company, and they buy a cable operation, a channel, and they put on news programming. And Donald Trump is part of that. Now, he's not going to walk away from his uh, real estate empire. He's not going to do that. But he can appear on this new channel and maybe have a show because he loves the spotlight. He likes attention. And a Trump news operation or media channel would get a lot of attention. So I see that happening. It'll be hysteria if it does. And Donald Trump likes hysteria. So why would he not do it? Because the alternative is he goes down to Palm Beach and operates real estate out of uh, a lago. And that's not real exciting. He's done that. Media? Getting a little payback? Come on, put it together. So that is my prediction about what Donald Trump will do when he leaves the White House. Disagree with me? Shoot me an email. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Back after this. The goal? Explain the 1990s in exactly 60 songs. Tupac, Warren Hill, You Oughta Know, Cream. The greater goal? Move past cheap nostalgia to something deeper and weirder and better. My name is Rob Harvilla. I'm a music critic at The Ringer. And whether you're full of teenage angst or you feel bored and old, whether you don't know the song at all or you know it far too well, my new show will take you through the decade one song at a time. It's 60 songs that explain the 90s. Follow and listen for free on Spotify. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.